And welcome back, everybody. As always, I'm your host, Jacob O'Connor, and you are listening to the Shock Talk Innovators Podcast. Today, I am joined with Landon Huslig. Did I get it right? Nailed it. Awesome. So Landon is the founder of Wichita Life ICT, which yep. he founded in 2017. Um, he's done some really remarkable things with, is it actually a company or is it just a brand? It is a company. Yeah, okay. I have an LLC and everything. Yep. Awesome. So we're going to dive deep into that and, and what it is. But first, I want to start off because I think it helps the listeners understand uh, the interview better and you as a person, if we can go back to maybe college yeah. and see what your life looked like then, what you were into and, and see if you can kind of predict the trajectory you went down now looking back at it in reverse. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so kicking it off, I guess I grew up in Andover. So for people, most people know East Wichita, um, smaller school, a couple high schools, um, went to Wichita State on an engineering scholarship. Um, so I was kind of juggling mechanical or aerospace, um, but I knew I could get the aerospace jobs with a mechanical degree um, and I didn't really want to get pigeonholed. I'd seen how that happens to a lot of people in the aerospace industry. So ended up going uh, down the mechanical path. Um, I mean, didn't really know what I was going to end up doing after. Right out of high school, I started working for NIAR. Um, I went to high school with the niece of one of the CADCAM directors. And so June, I mean, I graduated high school in May. In June, I started doing, taking classes for CADCAM. Um, the VR director at the time left. And so I got thrown straight into that and kind of did that for a couple of years, which was really cool. Um, and then continued to work at NIAR all the way through. But uh Honestly, looking at the trajectory, I would have never guessed this really. Like I was always, always had the entrepreneurial itch, I think throughout. Um, I was always trying to like think of that next idea and all, everything. And I think I was always trying to think too big, like, okay, I need to build the next Facebook or something like that. But really I think what we're seeing now kind of new trend is like solve a problem, whatever that problem is. Um, but in college, what I was spent a lot of time doing outside of class and working at NIAR, um, I was part of the Baja team, which was a lot of fun. So I think it was towards the end of my freshman year, um, I had seen the Baja team. I knew a couple of people on the team. And for those that don't know, Baja is a little like dune buggy type thing. Uh, so with the engineering department, we have Formula, which is like Formula One race cars real fast. And then we have the Baja team, which is off-roading. So I got involved with that because it seemed like a lot of fun. Yeah. They were traveling all over the country and I just wanted to travel really. Yep. So I got really involved with that. Um, ended up being a co-captain for my junior and senior year. So I got really involved with that. Probably spent too much time in the shop, but um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I work full-time at Coke right now. I'm a pipeline engineer. Would have never guessed that in college. I knew nothing about pipes or oil coming out of college, but um, I think my, my now wife, we were dating, um, been dating since high school, but I think it was the fall semester of my senior year. She's like, why don't you ever, why don't you play at Coke? You've never thought, talked about that. And I was like, honestly, that's a great question. I don't know. I just assumed being a mechanical engineer, I would end up working on cars or airplanes, being in Wichita, something like that. Right. Um, and so kind of, that was already kind of a left turn. Um, and then, Wichita Life, the way that took it was just at a complete other left turn. So Yeah, and it, so Wichita Life ICT started off as an Instagram page that yep. you wanted to promote Wichita and show Wichita because a lot of your friends had moved out of the area. Absolutely, yep. Yeah, so with, I mean, you probably didn't predict what was going to happen with it, but what was the initial thought? Because you could have just, you know, texted it to your friends, you know, why put it out on social media like that? Yeah, that's a great question. So when I, st I graduated May of 2015, um, come around March, um, I, I had signed on as a rotational engineer at Coke. And so what that meant was I'd be rotating roles, but I'd also rotate uh, areas around the country. So started out in Wichita, moved down to Corpus Christi, and then the plan was to move up to Pine Bend, Minnesota, which is Twin Cities area. Um, and so we went down to Corpus Christi, my wife and I, uh, we were there for about nine months, and then we actually got an uh, opportunity to move back to Wichita. And this is where we both wanted to end up being from here. So we moved back. And again, like you just mentioned, a lot of my best friends had moved to 
Denver, Dallas, San Francisco, Kansas City, even like all the cooler cities that weren't Wichita, basically. Um, and so honestly, I'm, I'm not really sure why that initially, I think probably just because it was such Lola hanging fruit, like yeah. anybody could start an Instagram and post some pictures in five minutes. And so I think honestly, that's probably the biggest thing. And I was, I think in the back of my mind, I don't know if I was thinking this straight up, but it was like, okay, I can start this now. And then if I have an idea, I can use this platform to then promote that idea. And then it kind of evolved into its own thing with different product lines like the podcast right. and the talk show and the newsletter and everything else. It's so much easier if you start with an audience and then you come along an idea for a product rather than start with the product and try and build an audience or Absolutely. customers around it. Absolutely, yeah. And so that's eventually what you ended up doing. But I mean, I don't want to overlook anything or move too fast. Yeah, this started great. in 2017. Mm -hmm. Kind of take us through that timeline of what you were doing with the brand Wichita <clears throat> Life ICT and how it expanded. Yeah, so like you said, I think I looked back the other day because we're coming up on almost uh, five years, like the five-year anniversary of Wichita Life, which is pretty Congratulations. cool. Congratulations. Thank you. So that was April 27th of 2017 I started it. Um, and I think I looked back a while ago too, and I think Facebook and Twitter I started, I don't know, in the fall sometime. So really it was just Instagram post minimum one time a day, try to do two or three times a day. Um, and I think the biggest thing there was just staying consistent with it. Like I th there's been a lot of other t similar types of pages in Wichita and uh, ideas, but they all kind of fall off because nobody's consistent for five years of yeah. doing it. Um, but yeah, so I did 2017 May started the Instagram sprinkled in some other social media about a year later. So in June, um, like I said, I'm an engineer. I listen to a lot of podcasts at my desk. I don't really talk to a lot of customers. Um, and so I just have my headphones in all day long listening to podcasts. And so I was like, you know what? I could do that. It can't be that hard. Like, and so for the first uh, five or 10 episodes, pretty much, I would just put my phone on the table and have the little voice notes or whatever it yep. was. Um, and just talk to people. I started out with my brother first. Um, he had just won the national championship as the quarterback for Garden City Juco. Oh, wow. And so that was kind of a fun one to talk about as he was transitioning to go D1. Um, and then after that, it was like, okay, who, who can I talk to? Um, the pastor at my church uh, lives with the homeless for a week mm -hmm. every year. That's really cool. Uh, Rolf Potts is a world-renowned travel author that happens to be from Wichita. Let's talk to him, some local entrepreneurs, that kind of stuff. Um, and so the podcast was really fun to start. And then, um, again, just kind of growing all the social media, growing the podcast. Uh, fast forward to, uh, I mean, it's probably right before the pandemic. So um, a, a buddy of mine, Faola, came to me with the idea that he wanted to do a talk show. Mm -hmm. And rather than kind of like you said, build an audience on his own and do that. He's like, you have an audience. The idea I want to do is in Wichita. Let's just kind of partner that up. Right. So now we have a talk show. So we have a social media, we have a podcast talk show. Um, and then towards the middle of the end of uh, the 2020, we, <clears throat> I had an idea for like an email newsletter. And so really it was, it was pretty embarrassing looking back at it, what yeah. it was originally, but it was just throw some links on an email, send it out to people. And honestly, biggest part of it was like, I, this is a good way for me to grow my own podcast. Um, and then I started reading like the morning brew. Yep. I don't know if you read that. Yep. Um, so for people that don't know, it's a kind of a daily newsletter, um, for millennials, tech for millennials. And, uh, so I did that for a while, but then I saw how a local newsletter can be done really well. There's some bigger companies that are starting to pop up other places and buy, buy other smaller ones. Um, and they're done very well. Most of those are daily. I just go twice a week right now, but I was like, okay, this is something which doesn't have right now. Nobody's doing news like this. And so really the idea was I can aggregate Wichita Eagle articles, the Wichita Business Journal, um, the local blogs, um, everything like that, plus local events, and put it all in one spot. And so Edger's in there. 
Yeah, and and all my stuff. So I can sprinkle my yep. blogs, I can sprinkle my podcast. So it's self-promoting, but it's also a value add for everybody. Right. And so um, that's been really cool just to see how it evolves. Like it's constantly evolving. I started once a week, it goes twice a week, eventually three, maybe five times a week. So we'll see where it goes. And that's a great way to add credibility to your own stuff as well, because mm-hmm. you know you're producing you know great content, but by putting out that newsletter with the Wichita Eagle and other business journals and then adding your links in there to your blog into your podcast, that's a good way to validate the information you're putting out and to get people to listen to. Absolutely. Um, talk more about this talk show. I hadn't heard about that. Yeah. So um, it's called The Wichita Life Show. So keep it simple. Keep it on brand. Um, um, I don't do a whole lot with it personally. I show up to the recording sometimes and help with input and some of the business side of things. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, the podcast is long form. Typically, I go anywhere between 30 to 60 minutes. We've had a couple go over an hour. The talk show is more of like three to six minutes. So kind of a bite size, like mm. as I don't know if you do video podcasts in your past, um, but the you can see like the drop rate, like people watch the first 30 <laughs> seconds and then it's like 95% of people drop off by the two minute mark. And yep. so we want to keep it short, entertaining, um, and then tell a story of somebody local. So um, we talked with, uh, and by we, my buddy fail is the host and he was his idea and everything. Um, like Luke Barnwell of Sunrise Christian yep. Academy, who's currently the number one high school team in the nation. They're, they're super underfunded and they're the number one team in the nation beating the teams with like LeBron's kid on them and stuff. So, yep. uh, so it's really cool to see that and like tell those stories that again, similar to the podcast, people don't hear, but not everyone's going to sit down and listen to an hour podcast. So it, like, it's visual. Um, we put a little bit of uh, Facebook money behind it just to promote it to a wider audience. Yep. And yeah, it's been really fun to do that. I mean, speaking of Sunrise, I had <clears> no idea that was here. I know they existed. It's crazy, right? And it's here in Wichita, Kansas. Like Buddy Heald came from there, plays mm-hmm. for the Sacramento Kings. I had no idea the caliber of talent that we're, we've been hiding here in little Wichita. Yeah, and I, that's like, again, that's the type of story that I want Wichita Life to be able to tell. So yeah, there's, I mean, obviously a ton of like musicians, artists, entrepreneurs, but there's stories like this, like, why did, why is that not all over? Why are people not packing like Coke Arena to go watch this? Seriously. These kids that are, some of them are going to end up in the pros, like Grady yeah. Dick, who's from Wichita. Yep is a good chance if he stays healthy, he could go to the pros. So it's like, okay, why aren't we promoting this more on a bigger, like the Wichita Eagles should be covering this on the front page of the sports page, but they're not. So absolutely. And you talk about like having that, that, that voice, I think is what you're kind of alluding to like that person who can, you know, point out what's happening in the news and people can flock to it and listen to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of conversations that I've had with local entrepreneurs is there seems to be a lack of that voice in Wichita. And it's cool to see, you know, Wichita life, not going to say emerge, you've been around for five years, but see the cool you guys kind of, it's cool for you guys to step up and to sort of be that voice with the newsletter, with all the different media you're putting out, because there's been a lot of disconnect, I feel like, between what's happening in the Wichita entrepreneurial ecosystem. Oh, for sure. And I think, uh, I don't know if you were able to attend it all this year, but Wichita Startup Week, yep. uh, we tried to do our best to get the word out about that because mm-hmm. that was super cool. Mm-hmm. I only got to go for a couple of days, but it's incredible to see the people that are pitching. So it's like kind of the younger, uh, younger companies, younger startups, but there's there's like a whole level of people. Like there's a couple, there's like generations of it. So there's obviously like the pizza huts, like the carnies and all the aircrafts are like, this is, I mean, whatever aircraft was in like the thirties and forties and fifties pizza hut was like fifties, sixties, et cetera. Um, and then we have like a kind of a, 30s and 40s age group of entrepreneurs that are super successful right now. But then there's kind of the next group of people that are coming up and I'm kind of watching from the edge. I'm not super deep in it. Yes, I have a company, but it's not like super tech related or innovative, but I can tell the stories that everybody's doing it all along and maybe make some connections. Like I've already, um, I interviewed several people like uh, Jason Taves or uh, Steven Werner of Lombuddy and Quick. Um, 
I was able to help connect them between whether people heard it through my interview or just seeing other stuff. They were able to help each other out and kind of now they're mentoring other people through that. Oh, cool. So it's been really cool. Like I, I like to think of myself as I might not be doing a, that much hands-on building a product or a specific like a physical product or anything, but I can help make the connections to help grow Wichita in that respect. Right. It's, it's that awareness of what's mm-hmm. even out there. Um, and I, I wouldn't say that you're not developing a product. I think you really are. If you take a look at Morning Brew and the model that they yeah, adopted, yeah, I mean, exactly, yeah. it, it's huge, but they started off small. I think they were just in college at the time. Yeah, yeah. And it's grown to something incredible to where they either were acquired or they're- Yeah, they, they, they got sold for, it was undisclosed, but it was like $75 million. Yeah, yeah. that's just from a, a college newsletter that grew into something more than that. Yeah. And I think you see the value in that. You know, It's not just that you've got a Wichita <laughs> Life ICT um, it's not that you just have this email list that you're putting out, this newsletter. It's you realize the value in promoting what's going on locally here and that a larger news source can pick you up or you can become that larger right. news source. And that can, in itself can turn into something that's really you know, beneficial for the community and then for you from a business perspective as well. Yeah. And I think, I guess, taking one quick step back, before I started the newsletter, something that was always like in the back of my mind was, okay, this would be awesome to do this full time. I work again, I'm an engineer at Coke, so it's a little bit hard to make the jump for something like this. And especially with just like Instagram, yep. like Instagram is our bread and butter. Where I'm like, I would never quit to be like an influencer. I've never considered myself an influencer or something like that. But it's like, OK, what can I where can I own the audience? What can I what like we were talking about? What product do I have? So there's the podcast portion of it. Mm-hmm. But then there's this email newsletter where now I own I think we're right at like 7000 subscribers. Wow. I own those emails. Wow. And I know over half mm-hmm. of those people compared to like some of these other companies, maybe 20% of people, 55% of my audience opens those emails. That's a so yeah, great, so thousands great, yeah. and thousands of people open these. So they're, again, I can going back to like what Gary Vee says, like attention is the new currency of today. Yep. And so I think that there is a product now, but I think when I first started out, that was never like where I was headed with it. But now it's like, okay, now I know where we need to go with this. But it's cool to see how it's evolved because you took mm-hmm. those first steps. Like you said, I don't even know why I started the Instagram page. Yeah. It's probably just subconsciously a little entrepreneur aspect yeah, in the exactly. back of your head. And then it, it evolved. You said, okay, now it's an appropriate time to start the podcast and then the newsletter and then everything else. And yeah. it's it's really remarkable to see how it's evolved. Thank you. Thank you. So what is the future of it? What, what is your, your big vision for you to like this turn into? The first thing that comes to mind is just continue to grow the newsletter. So um, I think at the minimum, I'd like to grow it to, um, I think I was looking up before this to see what the numbers were, but there are like 50,000 or so Wichita Eagle readers. I think we could surpass that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's, these numbers could be off a little bit, but from like the census from 2020, there's like 350,000-ish people in Wichita and like 640, 650 in the greater Wichita area, which I, I consider that my audience. Yep. So I'm like, okay, let's say I can get 10% of that. That's 65,000 people. Yep. Let's say I can keep it at 50% open rate. That's 30,000 people that read an email potentially every day of the week. Right. So it's like, I am the news then. I'm the new news, which is kind of, I think that's a big goal. Um, Something I just kind of launched, which is kind of on the, side, but also complementary to that, um, is like an events calendar. And so, um, the idea for that was I'm spending a lot of time every week going and finding, there's not a good way to like pull events from Facebook, which is where a lot of businesses post their stuff. Yep. Uh, Facebook just doesn't like to play well with others. Um, and so I spend a lot of time going to 50 to hundred different sources twice a week, yep. pulling different events <laughs> and stuff. So I'm like, okay, how can I do this? I'm going to contact, spend a little work up front. I'm going to contact every venue, every musician, every business in town and say, Hey, submit your events to this. This will be the events calendar in Wichita. And so that's something um, I've just been working on the last few weeks. But again, that's kind of complimentary. I can link a few of those in my newsletter and say, hey, if you want more, just go to our website. 
Um, so that's a, a big thing, but again, it's kind of complimentary, but I think just continuing to grow the brand as a whole. Um, I think like Joe Rogan has done a great job of, he essentially has a bigger reach than CNN, Fox, anybody. Yep. And he's a, kind of a solopreneur type deal, small team behind him, but a solopreneur. Right. I think that, that kind of model is where I want to head with this. Right. And you get to maintain that control through that model. Exactly. Too, which is really exactly, important. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and it's really smart for you to do the events calendar too, because you get you're doing something beneficial for people. You're promoting their events, and but what's also happens beneficial for you is you're getting the awareness and the eyeballs on the page that say, "Hey, this is basically my new Google Calendar." Exactly, and it's your website, mm -hmm. and then they can run across your other great content that you're putting out too. Exactly, it's a win-win. It kind of just point everything to each other is kind of the goal, and as that happens, everything just gets built up into a kind of a media empire. So. Absolutely, yeah, and. So you're working at Coke right now. Do you see a point to where this, or what is the point to where this grows and you need to step away from that and do this full time? Or is that even out there for you? Uh, I don't know what that, I wish I wish I knew that what that was. I mean, I could put some numbers to it as far as like, okay, what am I making at Coke plus benefits, et cetera. Yep. Um, we just, my second daughter's 12 days old. So having two daughters at home and a wife that's a stay at home mom definitely yeah. throws a little bit of a wrench in things. Yep. Um, obviously I, my risk tolerance is a little bit lower than it was when I was 21 right. in college. Um, but I think at some point we're going to get to the point where I'm sending the email twice a week, three times a week, and the ad spots are full and I need to go five times a week. Whatever that looks like, I can't do that all. Like I, I can do it, take a couple days at a time and write a newsletter, but right. there, I, it'd be next to impossible to try to keep up with that and everything else. So some point that... Um, I think at some point I'm probably gonna have to bring on some people just to help maybe let's create social content, um, help with the newsletter, help the writer. Cause uh, what's it, Austin Reef and Alex Lieberman are the Morning Brew guys. Mm. They're not, they haven't written no. the, on that for quite a while. No. They started and they did it for a long time, but they brought on talented writers and I am not a talented writer, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an engineer. So right. I, I get a lot of feedback that's like, can you please proofread this before you send it out? I'm like, I tried. It's it's just <laughs> I, not I did, my I nature. My best. There wasn't enough numbers in it. Exactly. So there's definitely a point in the future. Um, I mean, I, I always say like, I'll give myself like two more years or yeah. whatever that is, but we'll see what it looks like in a couple of years. Just keep kind of hammering the stone and see where it ends up. So besides the talk show, are you a one man team? Um, yeah, my, my wife helps me a little bit. Hers is mainly like creative input, like that's a great idea or that's a dumb idea. And yep. there's been a lot more dumb ideas over the years than, and I'm thankful for that because I would have wasted a lot of time. Um, but yeah, and that's, honestly, that's kind of almost like a contractor type deal, which yeah. is pretty cool. It's been not super nice because he kind of has his creative freedom to like direct and produce and host the episodes. Um, and I, I'll help feedback a little bit and like who we should interview and stuff like that. But yeah, pretty much other than that, just a one man team. So yeah. well, one man team plus the honest feedback from your wife. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're, we're one now. So yeah, that's true. Um, Man, phenomenal. And, and, you know, I want to be respectful of your time. So as we start to wrap up, I have a couple more questions. Yeah, I've got time. Yeah, go for it. Uh, the first one is where can people find you online if they want to connect, learn more, and, and keep in touch with what you're doing? Yeah. Um, everything is Wichita Life ICT. Um, so that should be Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram. Podcast is the Wichita Life Podcast. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, et cetera. Um, our talk show, the Wichita Life Show, <clears throat> we post on our YouTube channel, um, which I try to post all the podcasts there as well. Um, Facebook, Instagram, um, and the email newsletter. If you go to wichitalifeict.com, you can sign up there, um, as well as the events calendar and everything else. So Awesome. Well, Landon, <clears throat> my final question before we go here is, looking back at where you started, obviously you didn't see what was coming whenever you, you made this along the way. What advice would you offer to yourself looking back, maybe in college or, or maybe even the beginning of this journey, what advice would you offer to help get you, where you are, to where you are now or even further? Sure. I think the biggest thing is stop just looking for the home run 
and just start doing stuff. Cause I think I spent way too much time trying to think again, trying to build the next Facebook, which probably blame that on the social network movie. I think everybody our age had that idea. Phenomenal movie. Exactly. It's a great movie. Love it. Um, but I think it's just starting, starting something, starting anything. What it doesn't matter. I think once you, especially for online products, once you start building something and it gets a little traction, or even if you start making online money even more, I think it opens your idea or opens your mind and opens your eyes to what possibilities are out there. So I think just getting started on something. And then, um, the other thing is just stay consistent. I think Wichita life wouldn't be where it is right now if I haven't done something every day. So it doesn't have to be anything big. It could literally be posting a picture on Instagram. Um, but doing that for five years, we're the largest Instagram account in Wichita. We have more followers than cake news and everything else. So it's like, just stay consistent, get started and stay consistent is my advice. Incredible advice. Thank you for joining Landon. Thank you.